0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump
4: day is halfway.
3: It's Mike Shope. Stay Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope. And the
2: Bulldog.
3: Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo!
2: On WGR. Hump day! Sports Radio 550. Oh, Gonna be there.
0: What do you think of when you hear Anaheim Ducks?
3: Chris Pronger. Really? Yeah.
0: Was he there for very long? Like how he's on that 07 team,
3: right? With I, Niedermeyer. I, I don't. I, I. Yeah. Him and Niedermayer. Um, Is that your
0: Chris it, Pronger team?
3: No, I loved him. I. I loved him from before, you know, when he was at the Blues. St. Louis um, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not
0: Hartford, no. Not no. Arizona, where he went after he retired,
3: <laughs> no, no. But I, I, ha- I have a, a Blues Pronger captain jersey. Um, so I was a big fan of his, and um, yeah, I think when I, I, I think of the Ducks. That's that's who I think of, even though I, I don't, I don't even know but what are we talking about. Three years, maybe. I, I don't know how long he was there. Um, but I thought he really made an impact, and I I crushed on that team in that in that time. So uh, he's the guy I think of. All
0: right. I was shooting for a certain answer, and I'm going to say that's close enough. Anaheim tonight, for me, it's 07. They're only cup winner. Mm-hmm. Like, their only really great team, kind of, right, Anaheim? I mean, they went to the finals another time with Jaguar. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want to stall here yeah
3: no but that yeah that that team i mean the year before that didn't they lose to edmonton in the conference final yes um and that was like that was cory perry and ryan gets wearing numbers in the 40s or the 70s or something because they were new dustin penner was a part of that too right um the other two guys obviously ended up having Far more, you know, productive NHL careers. Not that Penner was a, you know,
0: he <laughs> went to the Oilers.
3: Yeah, but, but he he didn't accomplish as much as as those those two did. But, um, yeah, like that era of that team was one of my favorite teams. Um, you know, I I just I I loved how they played. I loved Pronger and Niedermeyer together. I thought that was like a dream D pair. And that that's really where, for me, watching the game changed because I I found myself like waiting for a pair of defensemen to get on the ice which you know it's kind of weird Uh, um and maybe not weird but i don't know for me it changed how i watched hockey
0: all right so again i'm gonna stretch your answer a little bit and say that when we think of the anaheim ducks we think of that season
3: yeah yeah, that's 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 close enough that's why i'm answering pronger it's it's that that team and focusing on them as much as I did I've always said I I, mean, I watched a lot of them that year because I thought I we I would need to know a lot about them because I was anticipating the Sabres ducks Stanley Cup final
0: so when oh, you that. think about I ha- I had to jump in so when you think about that season what do you think of
3: uh I well
0: you've said it many times
3: yes okay I wanted to make sure you That's wanted what I to want say, I, I that's what like I it. want the 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 the, the the mistake that I feel like I made in not enjoying the Sabres season, it's one of the greatest seasons they've ever had. They won the President's Trophy, and I did not really enjoy the ride. When I, when I was warning Bills fans midway through the 2020 season or as the 21 season began uh, and sort of warning them against just waiting for January and focusing on the playoffs and saying, make sure you enjoy the week-to-week, It was because of my experience in 06-07. I did not enjoy that Sabres season, and when they lost like they did and then the team blew apart, I mean, it just, I was as depressed as I've ever been because of sports trying to do this job. Uh, And I think a part of it was because I was so focused on them getting to the final, and I learned a lesson to not do that.
0: I believe you. Now, I have one more question. Okay. What was the highlight of the Bills season?
3: What was the highlight of the Bills season? Week six. That was the win in Kansas City. You know? Yeah.
0: They had a lot of wins after that. They won almost every game after that. Well, after Minnesota and the Jets. I mean, they literally won every game until they went out in the playoffs. But... Those games and those games were fine. the The Saturday night win against Miami was fun and good, great to watch. But there were always questions. It was the same thing. You you kind of you you beat me there with your comparison to the Bills of two years ago. This year was that year, I think, mm-hmm. where we might have not everybody, but we might have lost. Sight of might have had to remind ourselves how good they were. And then maybe remind ourselves to enjoy that <laughs> because <laughs> yeah they were, they were winning all the time, but a lot of those games were games where we went, are, are we okay? Can they still throw it? Can they still stop people? Can they get yeah. to quarterbacks anymore? Like what do we have here? And that was those Sabres. Those Sabres won the president's trophy. They were the best team in the league, best record of the league in the, in the regular season. But there was a lot of tension and also, like, questions about are they as good as last year? Like, what is, what's what's going to happen here? And they went out kind of meekly, yeah. just like the Bills did. The Bills went out meekly. They,
3: I, li- I like this comparison a lot. That Yeah, that Ottawa series was a 4-1 series. Sure, there were a couple overtime games, right? Game 1, Game 5. But, yeah, it wasn't... Game 2. Oh, game two was also, overtime too. Double Sorry. or yeah.
0: triple—that's okay. Corvo.
3: Oh, that, see, I thought that was game one. So I got—I had those two games mixed. One
0: up is a four-three regulation loss.
3: Oh, I'm, thank you. O- okay,
0: Oleg, you. who was the winger for Ottawa?
3: Hmm.
0: I don't. Zaprekin is that—is that right? I don't think that's right. That's a guy, but I don't that's think that's a guy. Right.
3: That's a former player. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, that 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 works because like, for, but you know, for me, the struggle this football season was trying not to like you know we have a job to do so talking about the things that we're worried about or that we think the fans are worried about and th- those can be different things like, i i felt pretty chill about them this year turns out everybody who was really worried was right um uh, yeah but but i i, I sort of thought they they'd, they'd They'd find their secret plays they've been hiding, or flip the proverbial switch, or whatever it was. Like I, I tried not to overreact to, you know, wins that weren't as aesthetically pleasing as we'd like them to be, because you know it's hard to maybe meet that threshold when we're all just thinking about the Super Bowl all the time. So don't sweat it. They'll find their game. Remember last year, you know, the 21 season. They were seven and six and you know, they got by the time the playoffs got here, they were a barn fire. I mean, they were just a machine.
0: That's so kind I, of the, I, b- the Bills last year.
3: Yeah. So or I rather try,
0: the O six Sabres.
3: Right, exactly. So I tried not to really worry about it, but um, that you know, that can be hard when you're talking about them twenty hours a week. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's not really gonna work. Hey everybody, chill out. Hey, what else is going on? You know, like that that that's not that functional. So, um, uh, but but I have I have tried to abide by the lesson I feel like I learned in oh six oh seven, and not get too bent about the things that are happening while they're happening, if the team is winning and they're still on track to like meet all the all the goals. And this Bills team, despite whatever you know, however you want to characterize the quote unquote struggles they had this year. If not for a game that they ended up not completing, they might have been. They might have made. You know, they might have been the one seed. They might might have had everything they we wanted.
0: That is right. By the way, it was Zaprekin, and the game was five to two. He's he scored the winning goal. So okay, you know, thank h- you. half credit. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you.
3: Well, I um, just I, I I'm I'm bummed out. I didn't. I had the overtime games mixed up at the beginning. You
0: know, it's forgivable. I think. You nice. know, I'm your friend though. Um, <laughs> well. That, that point there, by the way, about Cincinnati, like it was the Bengals who beat them. So it's really hard the way that game started and then what happened when they played a complete game to sort of even bring that up. If If they do win the game in Cincinnati, which they might have, they had the one seed probably and maybe we're having a different conversation. Maybe we're at a parade. You know, yeah, like, maybe it's it's not the Bengals in the first game. It's not. It's a home no. game. All the all home games all the way.
3: Yeah, and but. I don't I don't point that out. Uh, you know, to, to complain about it or anything because you know we I think we were on the same page about it from the the minute it all happened on January second in Cincinnati. Uh, like if I, you know, don't don't force this game in. Let's just you know, but you, you can't take away what happened. But if that game is played like a normal game. I don't know. I know how it looked and I know how it started, but it's still, you know, we're talking about the first quarter of a football game, and you know the Bills had been through a lot already emotionally, uh, and maybe they were just ripe to get beat that night. I don't know, but um, you know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not. I don't bring it up like it's a like they, they got done mm-hmm. poorly or something. It's just merely it's a fact they they didn't play one of their games, and it could have cost them a chance at being home and having a buy and all that.
0: Well. And the way
3: way they talked after they lost, the bye could have been maybe extremely beneficial mentally.
0: Yeah. So what's different with the Sabres? And this is really – I only thought of this because they're playing Anaheim. (laughs) Like sort of something triggered. But what's different? After they lost that series to Ottawa in 2007, it was bite your nails – and hold on to the rails and we're going to lose our team maybe like it's going to it's going to go away there there was urgency in 2007 there wasn't Patrick Mahomes but there was urgency because your two best guys arguably were about to leave and we feared that and then it happened and it's never been the same still 15 16 years later it's really never been the same or even close so that was then this you know, and this it's interesting. This is sort of what's being talked about today. Josh Allen made a comment about trying to be more like the Chiefs. You know, in in a certain way. I don't want to read too much into it. You always want to be anybody wants to be something more like what the champion is. You know, whatever that mm-hmm. whatever you want to point to. But it I'm so I'm thinking about that and this comparison and like all right, so what is really going to happen here? You know, I mean, Mahomes and the fact that there are well, there's him, and it's just more, more and more is being written. Uh, where did I read today? Five thirty-eight about just how tremendous a job they did, not just on the field after the Tyree Kill trade this season and Mahomes in particular, but in terms of the front office mm-hmm. and the the cap moves that they made, everything like that. As they put it in the article. The the gods needed a pound of flesh, and that ended up being Tyreek Hill. And so, okay, well, we know we have cap challenges. We too, just like Mahomes and the Chiefs last year, the Allen cap figure, the percentage of the cap that he accounts for goes way higher. I you know I've I've got guys who are leaving. What did the Chiefs do? Tyreek Hill, Tyron Matthew, mm-hmm. like they they had to do that. What are we looking at then? Is that does that stop at Poyer and Edmonds? I mean, is it Poyer and Edmonds, and then does it stop there, or, I mean, yeah, I saw. I thought of this too yesterday. Yesterday, some we took a call. I think it was yesterday or Monday. We took a call and we're talking about the roster and the bills and everything. I'm like, well, they're not going to trade Stephon Diggs, you know, like matter of factly. I don't think they are. But who thought they were going to trade Tyree Hill? Right. Is that something that um, you could?
3: I Listen also to? don't think that they will trade him. I still think what you said last year when Hill got traded, about how the Chiefs have, you know, they've got more wiggle room, right? They're more, they're more flexible. They've got more credit with their fans because, as I say, like everyone, like, oh, good, you traded our best offensive player. Um, you know, I'm sure fans were upset about it, but. You you know, there's times you got to take your medicine. The Bills still haven't won. So, I, 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 and in fact, they look like they, you know, well, they're, you know, they're going backwards, maybe.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. Like that, we talked about that many times. I, I like that point. If, if, if I were Brandon Bean or the Bills, like I, I think it's a little different depending on which you want to be here because Bean is not the Bills. Bean is probably going to work somewhere else someday. Not necessarily, but, you know, most of these guys do. He's young. And these things tend to run their course. And he's built a great reputation, I think, probably. So, I don't know. I'm not at all predicting his departure or anything. But he's not the franchise. So, if you're the Bills, the we way we're talking here about that point is you don't have the, quote, luxury of a move like that. It's not as easy. It's more controversial. Yes. Because you're so close and you haven't won yet. But the, pr- the pro... What do you want to say?
3: I want to say and, Diggs is it?
0: Well, okay, okay. Let me. Like Hill at
3: least had Kelsey. Like you know. Okay. So where is my? If I had a Kelsey here, if Gabe Davis had broken through in a way that looks like okay, that's the heir to the throne of number one receiver on this team or something, and like made made us think about it, even made the bills think about it. Like, well, boy, we could save a lot of money and he still got a lot of value. Digs I'm talking about, we could really do great here and maybe this is the time to do it. I I just can't get there because we're looking at adding weapons and we, I don't need to create another, you know, another hole.
0: Fine. Yeah, I'm not even that I'm not even that far into this idea like actually doing it. But I want to say that for the The franchise, the point that you haven't won a Super Bowl here ever does w- does seem to make it in real life harder to go that direction to take a great player off the team. Why did Kansas City do it? They didn't want to do it, but they had to do something, and it's similar the situation is similar here it does we don't have Travis Kelsey, but it is similar here to a point with the cap and everything else mm-hmm. so but but here is the thing like. That's, that makes sense. They had won a Super Bowl even recently, and we haven't. So that that makes sense. It goes over more badly if you do that on a team that's so close and hasn't won. But in terms of if, if you eliminate that with this, which is really just a perception thing, it's really not, I mean does it affect ticket sales? What does it affect What, what does it affect that really matters? Maybe not anything. In terms of the, the structure of the the roster and the football team, it is it is irrelevant whether you've won the Super Bowl in the last five years or the last fifty seven. Like it's really it's really irrelevant. What should Bean be about? That shouldn't matter to Bean, I think. I, I think what I've said all these times is it probably would. And it would matter to us. It would this all this all this mm-hmm. stuff matters like in, in our conversations, in our at our hearts. But whether it's a good idea, doesn't that, that doesn't come into play. It's the idea is on its own merits, you know whatever. Trading Hill, trading somebody like mm-hmm. Diggs, whatever it is. You wouldn't want I you understand what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't yeah, want to no, factor right. in. Yeah,
3: you, you wouldn't want that pressure like if it if it were the right time for you know many good reasons. Uh, money is obviously the, the the cap, the crunch uh that's a good reason. Uh certainly uh, what's the player's performance like? What's his, wh- you know, what's his standing within the team? Is he a popular teammate? Does he still produce at an elite level? Like the answers to all of those, to me, as far as I know anyway, are yes. That he is a popular guy on the team, and I think removing him would be challenging. I think emotionally for the players, um, and production-wise, again, like I alluded to a minute ago, I don't have. I don't have a breakthrough guy waiting to happen. You know, again, if Davis had taken a step, maybe a, a a very big step, I think I could listen to that. Like let's let's replace Diggs with a rookie. Let's, you know, try to maybe try to do what Minnesota did when they traded Diggs themselves. Let's get a pick and use it on a receiver and maybe we'll strike gold and have that guy on a rookie contract while we gotta pay Gabe Davis now because he looks like a monster. None of that's happened. So I I gotta keep riding with Diggs right now I think because I don't have a better idea
0: <laughs> that doesn't I know sound, that, so, that, 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 does that sound that does not sound like a position of of power right that sounds
3: <laughs> kind of kind of like a not a spot you'd want to be in
0: the the really the the story of the Chiefs win is the timing and the good fortune I mean it, they were lucky in in at least in the way that any team is lucky to win you know um injuries and close games and, and, and stuff,
3: including the, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. including the Super
0: Bowl. Yeah, right, including the Super Bowl. But that doesn't mean they didn't deserve it. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. It's just this, the story of that season is this this article. It's in this article about what they did out of necessity to keep going. And Mahomes is so good that they did it. Like, they didn't even need to win a Super Bowl this year For them to be able to say, okay, you know, yeah, we had to do some things and here's now we can go the other direction next year in free agency. Like, who was their most effective wide receiver this year, Kansas City, in a league where you have to throw it all the time and they won a championship? Yes, Juju Smith-Schuster, who had a, a poultry yards per target. He had plenty of targets, but not like huge numbers or anything. Kelsey is, again, why that's sort of maybe a forced argument because he he exists, it's just, the, the it's over, and they won, and what is being said all the time here, in that game, after that game, is just, what do you do about Patrick Mahomes, he's too good. You can trade Tyreek Hill, and whatever else, and he still won, he's too good. Well, how do we feel right now here? Like, the Bills have problems at offensive line, they may need another wide receiver or two, more speed, They their defense wobbled in the end, and you've got guys getting older, and maybe Poyer and Edmonds get away in free agency. You've got the how how how's it gonna go? You've got to lean into Allen. Like Allen is a bigger percentage of the Bills cap now than Mahomes in the Chiefs, like sixteen percent to seventeen percent. It's like about the same, Mm -hmm. but it's way higher. And so, okay. You know, you could lean into it. And say I've got. What did Kansas City end up finding out? I've got that guy, and that's enough for me to at least get close. And then in their case, they did win. And you know, you could do that here. And and they're not having won a Super Bowl 50 years ago or in 1990 or any any time
3: or last year you know.
0: or any any year, um, doesn't have to matter.
3: But it does. It does... It doesn't have it, to. It probably shouldn't. It only... I'm like I'm listening to your... Yeah, it, it only comes down to a couple of people. Yeah.
0: It comes down to Brandon Bean. It comes down to Terry Pagula. Maybe it comes down to Sean McDermott. Like, that's it. Like, oh, they're the ones who will have to make, make the ultimate decision on, on this, whether or not you do anything differently. Like, you have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing next year, too. If they lose this year, like, you always have to keep pushing... Because you haven't gotten that one, like that's that's a tough way to live. That's a that's a tough. Mm-hmm. That you, you're you're putting yourself at a disadvantage that doesn't need to exist. It doesn't help you if you, you always you don't you don't get to make a decision on do do we back up because we've never won here yet, and I'm not I'm not doing that. You know, like leave it, leave it to the next guy or something. I don't know. It probably sound like I'm saying a lot of things.
3: No. Well, th- th- another factor that, that really hasn't come up here to me on... on Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make
5: ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without
0: missing a minute of the game.
6: You have 47 new voicemails.
5: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
3: Why the timing, I think, wouldn't be right. And look, it, 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 every not everything, but like I think this point will be cloaked in. They haven't won yet. But they just added Von Miller a little less than a year ago to to like sort of complete this task right and we know what happened he got hurt and their pass rush disappeared and they got just wiped out by numerous different factors some of them physical some of the mental and didn't do it but there's no way out from under Miller right now and I think that has to that to me that almost has to mean you keep going with as much of this group as you can keep together, and I don't know what am I what, what am I going to do? Uh, divest myself of Diggs so I can keep Poirier and Edmonds. I mean that 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 would free up the money to do that. I think, but I don't know that either of those guys are more important to this team than Stephon Diggs, as important as they are.
0: No, I I wouldn't say that they are.
3: So you know, I, I, Miller's presence here. Sort of hovers over this whole off season. Like you're, you're you're adding him back in at some point at a really big cap number, and backing up, or trying to even just tread water. Man, I I just don't think you can do it right now.
0: Eight oh three oh five fifty. The Bills and the off season. Ross Tucker today. We'll have our final conversation for now uh, with Ross. Hopefully, we end up having many more. But that'll be at four o'clock. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton later on. Setting up. For another Sabres late night outing at Anaheim, and that's ten o'clock tonight. Monday was ten thirty. This one's ten, so nine o'clock pregame. Lines are open for the fans. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR.
3: If you look at him statistically and what he's been able to do in his first four five, six years in this league, you know, it's kind of unmatched by anybody. So, you know, they're they're the the mantra of what you want to be, how you how you need to do it. Because again, they're just constantly in the FC
4: Championship game. He's been in three Super Bowls mm-hmm. now. Like, we got to find ways to, you know, it's a copycat league, so you got to find ways to, to be like them.
0: Whatever that might actually mean.
3: <laughs> win, win more. I think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: give me win. an example. Can you give me an example?
3: Win more. That's, that's what that sounds like copying them as far as winning goes. Yeah.
0: Well, we were talking there in depth, kind of about. Kansas City, how they got there, what they did, the the five thirty eight piece on this today is worth reading, um, and so if the Bills, it is kind of similar. You just haven't won yet, but you're you're that much more strained in t- in terms of the salary cap. Von Miller is a huge name, not not in, in different ways. Like you, the perception, the um. You know the move itself was was such a power move and it was for last year but it was for more than that and so to back up i mean how do you actually do that you're not you're not
3: <laughs> right
0: you know there there are ripple effects i think and some of it everybody knows including the players like you have to do some of it there are rules yeah. and, and limits
3: yeah i i wonder if if being you like know, you know would really tell you um because you know the 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 deal it's a six-year deal with Miller but it's really three like the out after three is is you can live with it um but at his age man I I feel like it wasn't just for one year but last year was the year I think you know it it's the last year of the rookie contract it's for, for Allen I mean before the big number kicks in I mean it was the fifth year option but still it's it's still lower and um, you know, I, I think you sorta of do it with the intention of this gets us over the top and if his play drops off after that, we just gotta live with it <laughs> for a couple of years and and that because it'll be worth it, right? Flags fly forever, blah blah blah. And obviously it didn't happen. He got hurt and a lot of other things contributed to them sort of unraveling at the end and now here we are, but he's still here and that number is big and I do think that's you know, that's why I made the point at the end of the last segment. I think it's a point worth making. Like they, they have this guy at a big number at his age on the roster, and you got to keep, you got to keep going for it. And it's hard for me to see them, um, you know, letting players whose contracts aren't up, who are still extremely valuable contributors, go to try to reconfigure things or do something similar to what the Chiefs did last year with Tyreek Hill.
0: Well, the question is, can they get? Through the offseason without having to do that. Like they're 18 million over without Poyer, without Edmonds, without any of those free agents, without their draft picks. Like, can, can they do that without, like, if you will, one sacrifice of a player? Now, it's not going to be Von Miller. It's a $40 million dead cap. Like that, quintessentially, it's the win now move. It By the way, you take the whole season into account. It was kind of worth it. Like you, you saw a major difference mm-hmm. from the Bills with or without him. Uh, it's it's an indictment on their drafting, but not so much the idea that we needed Von Miller because right. I mean made a huge difference. It's it, including how you beat Kansas City in the regular season, mm-hmm. you know. So on the road, so he's here. But is everybody? Is everybody we're assuming here going to be here? Like, I don't know. That's the that's the point. With the Bills in mind, that is like the key takeaway for me from that Chiefs article is how I and mean, we we knew this. I mean, it's how Hill was uh he like he needed to be sacrificed. And that's not what Jordan Poyer is. You know, they Matthew is who Jordan Poyer is. He was on the field all the time for Kansas City, he was good, and they let him walk. And they didn't want to. Yeah. But he got paid in New Orleans and that's what has to happen. Well, it's not exactly the most uplifting conversation,
3: but. <laughs> well, it's what we've got, you know. <laughs> it's what we've got
0: right now. We, I mean, we can talk about signing Michael Thomas if you want. If he gets cut by the Saints, we can, we can, go, we can go there. go has to get cut, right? I He's think so, a, yeah.
3: March 17th, I saw Chris Trapasso is where I saw this. He's got a huge guarantee for next season that becomes guaranteed on, on March 17th. Like They've they got to get off from under that.
0: I would think. Here's Kevin with us. Hi, Kevin.
4: Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I wanted to talk to you about Tony Dungy and Sean McDermott. Okay, why? Okay. Well, when Tony Dungy was brought into Tampa Bay, they were in disarray. They were a bad team, and he worked and made them into a good team, and they made the playoffs. But like the last like three or four years, he was there, uh, but they could never get over the top. And Tampa Bay eventually let him go and brought in John Gruden, and they won the Super Bowl the next year. And I'm just wondering, you know, McDermott came in, the Bills were, you know, not a very good team. You know, we've been in the drought all those years and everything. And
0: anybody can see the parallels. You don't have to. I I don't think you have to explain the parallels. Okay.
4: okay, What what do you want? What do you want to have happen? Well, I think that um, uh, Dungy has six seasons. McDermott is about at that or coming up to it.
0: He's had six. Um, He's been here for six. It's the same.
4: Okay, I think that at some point, especially um, you know, uh, people on your program and people that I read in the Buffalo News, like that, uh, McDermott's decision making in playoff games hasn't exactly been stellar. Kevin, and I just I just wonder if maybe you know at some point the Bills say, you know what, thank you, Mr. What? McDermott, you know, but we need to move on.
0: What do you want to have happen?
4: You mean on the
0: field? I want to win. Do you want the Bills to fire Sean McDermott? Because you want to say that without saying it. That's how it sounds to me.
4: I would say that if they don't win it this year, they have to let him go, yes. Sometimes you just just throw out your
0: welcome players. Well, I don't think that's happened, but you can say anything like that that you want. Anybody can. You you want to give him one more year?
4: I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, we'd like to make some moves, you know, as far Mm -hmm. as you know, I mean, um, to to, to kind of branch off into uh, another thing, guys, I'm talking about. As far as the offseason goes, draft, free agents, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line.
0: Okay, thanks, Kevin. At, at some point, this will get there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, <laughs> if they make the playoffs every year, they win the AFC East every year, and they lose in the playoffs – that will still escalate. I mean, that is what happens in sports. I'm not trying to fend that off forever. I just want the guy to say what he wants to say. Like just say it. If what is your take? You want him to be fired right now? I wouldn't do that. Okay. On to the next. What's next? you finally got the guy to say what it is he's thinking, mm-hmm. which is year. one more year. And I, I I just it's easy to say this. I don't know how much more to say, what more to say right now, but if a, another year goes by and they don't get at least to the championship game, I know it's a tough, tough racket. But that's what we're with yep. the kind of quality they've had here. Then it will be more of a conversation, to whatever extent. I mean, will they make a change? I don't know, but it will be more of a conversation than it's been. I mean, that's not really saying anything, though. I, I just like if you want to do that right now, okay, good for you. I don't.
3: i uh i also don't want to do anything right now with mcdermott but i I gotta admit i'm i am struggling with them not well we'll see how substantive how important this defensive senior defensive assistant ends up being al holcomb um who i i'm not sure if the bills have even announced that yet i think we're still just living off of the the reporting that was done on it um but I I want I, I think the coaching staff called for some you know some some change something to to try to affect the results um, and uh, you know I don't know how, how I don't feel like we're getting real close to that here so I'm a little frustrated um, you know I'm not about to put like a you know you gotta go win it next year or get them out of here on it but it is gonna get. If they can't push through here, and I think the challenges are going to be larger this this offseason and therefore going into the season, like they're going to have to get a lot of things right. If they want to add a weapon in the draft, a receiver in the draft, they're going to have to add someone who can play right away and be impactful right away. I, I think that's needed, or someone else is going to have to find their way to stepping up. Gabe Davis again, Khalil Shakir, whatever. Someone um, like they're going to have to get a lot of stuff right, and then on top of that, you need all the luck in the world, and all the breaks, and health, and uh, you know everything else. So I, I can't sit here and say like he, he, you know, I would want to fire McDermott next year at this time if they don't win the Super Bowl. But a seventh year, and if you're sort of sitting at a at a plateau, or your peak is now three years ago, I mean, I'm going to have to be more open-minded about it. I mean, you don't get jobs for life in these sports.
0: It's just, what do you blame him for? Like, we don't know what next year will be. Maybe there'll be something, but I, I don't know what to blame him for. Like, Kansas City's great. Cincinnati was also maybe great. Like, the Bills were great. Their You put it as their peak might have been three years ago, but their peak has kind of been the whole three years. Like their record is about the same and their dominance statistically is about the same for a long time. You know, he's one of these guys that whenever it ends here, if it does, he'll just the phone will ring off the hook, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's a huge success. So why would you do it? You do it because you don't you don't want to do it like with these little micro sort of, oh, I don't like this punt or I didn't like that's not how you would make that decision. If you were doing it right, you would look at the big picture And why it would be, like, this guy who called in is just kind of restless and knows that no matter how much randomness it entails, other times it worked. So, I mean, other times, too, coaches weren't fired and they won. (laughs) Like, what's Andy Reid's career? Mm -hmm. Like, just, but this one time it happened the other way and I'm restless and be interesting. So, and and I didn't like that punt. I don't know. To me, in the present, it still just seems insane. <laughs> like the 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 even the, the raising the topic to me seems insane. But yes, I know how it goes. Next year, maybe it won't. Next year, maybe they'll win. Then it would seem insane. How about yeah, if it, they win and we still is. want to talk about when he's fired? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, then we <we'll laughs> be worried be, about when he's it, when
3: he's going to leave to go climb another mountain. Yeah, he's got to go find a new mountain to climb. This one has been conquered.
0: He's going to mm-hmm. outgrow us. Yeah. The Bills reportedly, I don't know if they've reported anything themselves, but that's kind of what happens. Uh, The Bills reportedly are hiring wide receiver coach Adam Henry, who was the wide receivers coach at LSU when Odell Beckham was in college. And Odell Beckham went to LSU. I didn't quite Mm -hmm. make that clear. They've hired Odell Beckham's wide receiver coach from college.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
5: There's joy in every journey.
6: Selling a little or a lot? to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: Yeah.
0: Landry too, for that matter. He he turned out all right. Yeah. He Adam Henry has been most recently. Co offensive coordinator at Indiana and has worked for five NFL teams. So, all right. There it is. New guy. New guy, yep. For those of you who are, who are interested in who the Bills wide receivers coach is, that's some of you. I know it's some of you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Four o'clock today, Ross Tucker. Stay tuned. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. Hey, Ross Tucker coming up. Mike Schoep the Bulldog. Hopefully everybody had a nice Valentine's Day. Oh, wait. I, I got a story for you. Mm-hmm. I kind of want Ross to hear it, but I don't want to waste his time, and we want to hear <laughs> Ross talk when Ross is on. But I think he'd like this story. So I, I think I mentioned a little bit of this yesterday. At, I, at the same time as I was making dinner reservations for my wife and, and me, or my wife and I, in that case, um, yesterday, like around noon, it sort of hit me that I had already made plans and booked a guest for my fantasy football podcast, The Deep End, with Adam Krautwurst, which was going at 8 o'clock. So I'm like, oh, we can't go out to dinner. You know, like a great husband, right? Like instead of going out to eat on Valentine's Day, not only are we not doing that, I'm going into my basement, literally, and right. talking fantasy football nice with fantasy. guests for an hour. Shope right exactly so um, that early in the day before I came in here that plan was was quashed uh, but my wife said, you know what we could do is this is again like noon yesterday so like, I-, I could go out and bring home food and then we could eat together with the kids before your show I'm like great that's a great idea. love it. She doesn't really handle the takeout plans too often uh-huh. when she does, She'll almost always ask me what I want, and I kind of roll my eyes, actually. I kind of like, come on, we've been to this place 20 times, you know or I like, right? I like everything, you know? Yeah. We're getting pizza. What do you want on it? Pepperoni. I mean, just like, <laughs> you really don't have to ask me, but you know, it's polite. So yesterday, I'm, I'm not even thinking about anything. Like, just I, I get home before I remember that this was happening. And I get home, and I open the garage door, and her car's not in it. I'm like, yeah, this is so exciting. There's a Thai restaurant we like. She's there right now bringing home dinner, and it's going to be soon, too, because she knows I have the thing at 8 o'clock. It's going to be great. And it is. She gets home. Everybody sits down at the table, which is her favorite thing, when we all eat together. Mm -hmm. And my son's got his pad thai, and she's got her red curry, and my daughter's got what she likes. And she's bought for me, and very thoughtfully, and didn't even ask, which was great. This flat rice noodle that I love. Mm-hmm. When we go out for Thai food, I always get this pad ki mao, I think it's called. Mau.
3: That's uh That's on the list here, too, for me.
0: Yes. Awesome. With shrimp. Like, just beautiful. So we all sit down to eat. I take one bite, and my mouth is on fire. <laughs> like, I jump out of my seat, run to the kitchen for water. Actually, bread, too, because bread is better uh-huh. when your mouth is burning. It was so hot. And she says, what's the problem? It's too hot. Like I I can't even eat it. And she's got the receipt. She checks the receipt. She's like, Yeah, I ordered hot. And there it is. Hot. Big letters. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not mad or anything, but I've never ordered it hot. Hot food at, like hot hot right. at Asian restaurants. There's hot and then there's Thai hot.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've never Ever, ever, ever ordered Thai hot? I'm afraid of it, and I just—it's just too much. So kind of makes
3: your scalp sweat. Yeah. Oh,
0: it it just—she felt so bad. Like everything was perfect, and I take one bite. I just—and I'm just like trying to tough it out. I'm—what do you do when it's like this? You eat it as fast as you can. As fast as I can. Now I'm starting to sort of choke, and I'm drinking the water. I'm sweating. It's a—it's a scene. It's terrible. (laughs) But I have I have to eat it. I, I want to. I want to so badly. Yep. It's just burning me up. <laughs> so my son made a crack. I'm like, you know what? You try it then. And he will. I know he he gets up. Mm-hmm. He comes over. He's got his plastic fork from the Thai restaurant to go. You know, he's got his plastic fork, and he takes a. I, I loaded it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put everything in there. Sauce. You know the whole thing on the on the fork. He took a bite and he starts to like. You know, he's sort of nodding his head. Okay. All right, and he's not not showing any. He's not running to the kitchen. Right. He's not showing any distress. And then it hits him.
3: He broke, yeah. and he broke,
0: <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god!" And just takes off.
3: Mama grabs the insanity. bread,
0: and she just puts her face in her hands. You know, just oh, <laughs> I messed up. So Valentine's Day.
3: Well, it's the thought that counts, Michael.
0: Mostly ninety five percent. Yeah, maybe yeah. ninety, maybe Some low nineties. Yeah. The rest of it counts a little. Yeah, there's talk of going no out dinner. to
3: dinner tonight in our house. By the way, we we don't need the Hallmark holiday stuff. We're going we might go out to dinner tonight, my wife and I.
0: That's what you should do. Why not? Yeah. There's never
3: no crowds. Never need a reason. Right.
0: All right, Ross Tucker will sort of wrap the season uh, with Ross rescheduled from Thursday. Better for him and his schedule this week. Always a great conversation. Stay tuned for it. Mike Show and the Bulldog WGR. <sighs>